Hello, and welcome to the Breaking Into Business podcast with Melissa Ellis. I'm your host, Melissa Ellis. I'm so happy that you are here today to talk about the things we had to break out of in order to break into the success, achievement, and fulfillment that we want for ourselves, whether that's in business or tech or athletics or ideas and innovation in general. Welcome to this channel. So today I want to talk about ego. Ah, this is a topic that I could talk about for a really long time, but we're going to talk about ego because it holds so many people, myself included, back. And we were meeting with a colleague last night and talking about some of the struggles that we've each experienced with teams and with just business in general and some different things. And so often we were coming back to the ego and people burning bridges because of their ego, people missing out on opportunities because of their ego, people resisting growth and collaboration and um, opportunities because of ego. Why do we do that? And what what is ego exactly? I used to think that ego was just narcissism, essentially, that egotistical people were just stuck up people who were overly confident and who thought they were better than everybody else. That's essentially what I thought it was. Until, ladies and gentlemen, I read this book, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. So this is one of the books that I discovered through my first mentor who I talked about in the Entitlement versus Empowerment episode. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I highly recommend going back and listening to it. But this book taught me that I had massive ego and was completely unaware. I had no idea how bad it was. So ego, let's just read. Let's read the back of this book. It's wrecked the careers of promising young geniuses. It's evaporated great fortunes and run companies to the ground. It's made adversity unbearable and turned struggle into shame. Its name, ego, and it is the enemy of ambition, of success, of resilience. Okay, so that's great. Yes, 100%. Ego keeps you small. It keeps you from being teachable. It keeps you from getting outside of your comfort zone. It keeps you from opening yourself up to potential opportunities and taking risks because you're afraid of rejection and failure. It makes you live an entitled life. It tells you that you shouldn't be accountable, that nothing is your fault, that you can't change and that everybody else has to just deal with who you are and what you're working with because there's no room for improvement and you're not willing to grow and improve anyway. Ego can create a massive shit show. And that's exactly what it was doing to me. When I read this book, it was around the time of living in my car for the second time. So I had either just moved out of my car or I was just about to move in it. I think I had just moved out of my car. And I picked up this book and realized that I was 100% holding myself back, that everything I hadn't accomplished was absolutely my fault. And it was because I wasn't willing to push myself. I wanted to stay perfect. I wanted to do everything correctly. And so I wasn't willing to make mistakes. I wasn't willing to take risks. I wasn't willing to fail. I wasn't willing to uh, draw attention to myself. I wasn't willing to go out and meet new people. I wasn't willing to 
give people the opportunity to disagree or dislike or not be interested in what it was that I was trying to build and offer. And the ego keeps us from becoming the best possible versions of ourselves. It makes us stay small. It makes us run away from people and opportunities that could push us and help us grow. It makes us not be coachable. It causes us to focus on our imperfections and let them kind of fester into shame, which then when we bring shame in with ego, oh my goodness, we have a lot of issues because shame makes you want to hide even more and really protect yourself from people knowing and thinking, oh my gosh, this person is a fraud or this person has all these things wrong with them or this person isn't as good as I thought they were or as successful as I thought they were or whatever it may be. So that shame makes us want to protect our ego and our persona even more. And then the two just work together to create like the perfect implosion. Okay. So how do you overcome ego or, or if you have it, do you have to just let it run your life? So here are a few things that I had to realize for myself that helped me be able to recognize and change the ego in myself. The first one is awareness. I I think that's always first. You have to be aware of what ego is And how you demonstrate it in your own life. Like what are your egotistical habits that you have so that you can understand, okay, I demonstrate ego when I'm supposed to be marketing myself. I demonstrate ego when I'm supposed to have sales conversations with my clients. I demonstrate ego when I am meeting with my team and they're supposed to be giving me feedback. So where are the areas, once you understand what ego is, where are the areas that your ego rears its ugly head. So you have to be aware of where they are so then you can know going into those situations, all right, ego will probably try to join us here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna work against it. I'm gonna use empowerment instead of ego. I'm gonna focus on other things, which we'll talk about some of those things. So number one is awareness, okay, first and foremost. Number two is forcing yourself to learn from other people. Forcing yourself to get feedback from people that you trust, listening to the right people, right? Uh, Getting feedback from people that you trust who have accomplished what you want to accomplish and can give you some guidance and then being willing to just do it. Uh, This one's hard for me because I feel like, like I kind of have a tendency to, if if I read something and I realize a thing that I don't like about myself, I have a tendency to be like, okay, then I'm going to change it. I'm going to change this about me and just deciding. And that's a big part of it is you have to just decide that you're not going to let ego run you anymore. We could dive into, you can do all this journaling and this meditation and, you know, these anti-ego affirmations and things like that, which could be really beneficial for you. And if they are, then I want you to do them. But for me, I had to just decide, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be who I uncovered through this process in my life and learning about ego and learning about myself. I want to change that. So what is the opposite? The opposite of somebody with a strong ego is somebody who's teachable, somebody who is willing to get out of their comfort zone in order to achieve a greater purpose than themselves 
somebody who's willing to get out of their comfort zone so that they can push themselves and become better because ego just tells you that you're already the best. There's nothing, there's no more room for improvement. Honey, there's always room for improvement. None of us is perfect. All right. And if, if you want to hear about perfectionism, go back and listen to our five scary habits that we've got to overcome. Okay. Um, but none of us is perfect. So we're always going to have room to improve. You can have confidence. You can love yourself. You can think you're the shit, but do you also recognize that there's growth opportunities? And then are you willing to put yourself in a position to continue to improve, to figure out how to apply those growth opportunities so that you can become the best version of yourself you can possibly be in this life without being perfect, right? So ego is going to make you run away from rejection. It wants to protect you from people who disagree or could challenge or make you feel unsure about the purpose that you have or the goal that you're that you've set for yourself. So when you think about, Hey, I've got a, for me, for example, when I needed to fill my books so that I could move out of my car, there was a big part of being afraid of approaching people and talking to them about what I offer and finding out if I have a solution to a problem that they might have, or even just asking clients that I already had for referrals. I didn't want to get shot down. I didn't want people to tell me no. I didn't want to hear that maybe I wasn't as good as I thought I was or that it wasn't really worth it to the client or somebody else may say, oh, I, I disagree with that. I think that's stupid. I think that skincare services are vain and that you're a bad person for perpetuating unrealistic looks. Like I, I told myself all of these reasons why I shouldn't open myself up for the potential to be rejected. But if I didn't open myself up for the potential of being rejected, then I wasn't going to have anybody booking with me. And then I was going to stay homeless forever. You have to recognize that your ego, it's trying to protect you, but it is not helping you. So if you're afraid of rejection, then you better go and face some rejection so that it'll get easier. And you won't feel like, oh my gosh, I got rejected. It's the end of the world. No, there will always be more no's in life than yeses. But if you get, if you put yourself in enough opportunities and see enough no's, then you're also going to open yourself up for even more, for, for more yeses, for more opportunities to grow and to build. If you listen to your ego, you're not going to take risks. You're not going to send that email. You're not going to go to that networking event. You're not going to meet with that buyer. You're not going to interview that coach. You're not going to do the things that will help you get to where you want to go. If you think back on your life, where has ego served you? And when I say ego, I'm not talking about confidence. I'm not talking about uh, believing in yourself. That's not the same thing. How has ego put money in your bank account? We tell our clients all the time, what do you, what do you care about more, your ego or your bank account? Because if your ego is most important, then your bank account will always be empty. You have to care more about getting over yourself and following through with achieving your purpose or your mission. And that is what is going to help you grow. That is what is going to help you see results and reap the benefits of what you have planted in this journey that you're on. 
that ego will keep you from ever planting that first seed in the first place. So I'd love to hear what ego means to you. If you have different thoughts or you have different ideas, is ego something that you've personally had to overcome in your own life? And what were things maybe that you did that helped you overcome the ego? So for me, I would say awareness, forcing myself to be open to other people's ideas and advice, even if it's different from what I wanted to do, like listening to the right people and uh, being teachable and coachable in that regard. And then also not letting my ego make me too proud to change, to course correct and open myself up for rejection, put myself into potentially uncomfortable situations that could have a massive payoff if they go the way that I want them to. But if they don't go the way that I want them to, it's just a learning experience. Maybe it's uncomfortable. It's hard. People, we don't want to hear no. Nobody wants to hear no. Sometimes we need to. Because if we don't get that feedback, then we can't use the data and improve. If, you're, if you've put together this incredible pitch to find investors and people start telling you no, 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 no. Okay, this is good. This is so good because now we're realizing, Kate, this pitch isn't landing. There's something that we need to change. Why isn't it landing? How can we like present this differently? Or do we need to change our ask? Or what are we looking at here? That you would never know to make those changes if you didn't start presenting it in the first place and allow yourself to hear no. So how is ego holding you back? And how are you overcoming it? I would love to hear about this with you. So please send me a DM or leave a comment down below on Instagram. It is at Melissa Ellis. Again, that is Melissa without the apostrophe. So that is at M-L-I-S-A-E-L-L-I-S. I could literally talk about ego forever. So I'd love to dive into a discussion on this with you. Um, but thank you so much for being here. And I will see you in the next episode.